We've returned. So we have returned. Welcome back to another episode of Twitching Team, uh, which is literally my favorite show uh, that Michael Colby's not on the list. Yes, <laughs> agreed. <laughs> yeah, out of all the shows we do, Michael Colby's not on it. Uh, this is my favorite. Uh, this show is a side project from one of our other shows called Talking of Dream uh, that should be coming back soon for yeah. season two. I've been reaching out to some people. Um, Kenya Barris has said no, and George Lucas also has said no. Have they actually said no, or are we still waiting on a response? No, no, they responded very oh. fast with a oh. very harsh no. Oh, all right. Well, uh, actually, the one that was pretty funny, uh, Kenya Barris, if you don't know, uh, he's the he's the guy who writes uh, hashtag Black AF. Uh, okay. You know, he, he's done a whole lot of things. I sent him and Tyler Perry uh, a message mm -hmm. at the exact same time. Almost immediately. It was so fast that I thought that I had gotten the email address wrong and from tyler or from uh kenny barris was like this is not possible and i'm like oh geez that's just hmm. crazy either way i love kenny barris okay so talking of stream what we do there we find creators of movies uh podcasts books etc etc and then we interview them we talk about their process uh how they get things from you know paper to uh conceptualized design or whatever and then we pitch a brand new idea to them, hopefully trying to impress them. And then together with them, uh, we make up something weird. We have 42 episodes down on our YouTube channel. You can find that over at Some Nobodies. Um, and what we decided to do was kind of branch us off. Instead of just keep making new and new stuff, we could do that. We are that yeah. talented to do that. Yeah. But we also wanted some help in creating things to make them a little bigger. So we want to take cool concepts that we did on that show and then uh, having a live show where we show people that might care uh, how we develop projects into such things as Silicon Angels, which is a really cool concept. It was actually our, first, our, our very first project. And that's uh, like a found footage of IT calls from a sex robot shop. Uh, if that is interesting to you and you like the idea of making fun of toxic masculinity, then go check out Silicon Angels. Uh, you can see a bunch of weird stuff we make down here. Um, but yeah, anyway, we're doing this show is just create more. So we kind of take one of our concepts work on it all the way out to being something like hey if we wanted to make this we could make this uh before we get to the creation process i always have some weird nerd stuff that i try to throw bill into <sighs> really get any kind of emotion uh if you're wondering his screen is not frozen this is his resting dylan face uh he's got the rdf <laughs> classic rdf um <laughs> so uh some things i want to talk to you about today yeah I was, I was looking, looking up a bunch, bunch of weird conspiracies, conspiracies, movie conspiracies. So I like the idea of movie theories, uh, how we talked about how Tarantino has his dual, mm -hmm. you know, concepts. I was really trying to find one within the Wes Anderson universe. Right. And there's a couple, but they're not really that cool. Some are like the animals uh, from World Tenenbaums are based on the actual people that are in there, which makes sense. Anyway. Sure. Uh, some people say Moonrise Kingdom is about 10 years or 10 years after Moonrise Kingdom is Royal Tenenbaums, and it's the okay. same people. And then Gwyneth Paltrow is the love child of those two kids there. Um, but one thing that I found 
really interesting was uh, there's a pretty big theory out there that Snowpiercer is the unofficial sequel uh, to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate that's Factory. It. Yeah, where, yeah. where uh, little Charlie grows up learning a lot from Willy, changing his mm -hmm. name and becoming Wilfred, uh, running the very last because he has a lot of money. Yeah. And uh, let's see, Veruca Salt's character would grow up to be Tilda Swinton, mm -hmm. and Mike TV would be the, the security guard person. Yeah. Uh, pretty cool theory. Um, obviously, it doesn't really have any legs to it whatsoever, uh, but... Can I can I spin off that real oh, quick? Please. I have my own theory that Willy Wonka and Chocolate Factory and Cabin in the Woods take place in the same universe, and the Chocolate Factory is one of the facilities above one of the Elder Gods from Cabin in the Woods. Oh, because they have the same kind of. You have your jock, your nerd, your slut, your virgin, yeah. and in that one, the virgin survive. <laughs> is that the one? Why? Yeah. Or what are Wait, they, they call? They call it sluts, or you call them sluts? They call it sluts okay. from Cabin in the Woods, oh, yeah, yeah, or something yeah, yeah. else. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it follows that. the same. Oh well. I don't well, like it. Just for the record. <laughs> Sorry. No. Um, <laughs> no. Um, it follows the same kind of formula as a horror movie, where the kids slowly get picked off, and you have the moment in the train or the boat tunnel that is their moment of choosing the. You know, they choose their path. Oh, and it kind of you know you have the same archetypes and the same sort of things. Um, so that was my own little mini. Uh, yeah, I could definitely say. Yeah, that. And, and, and you've definitely heard my theory of Willy Wonka how <laughs> it was all set up for him to actually murder kids just yes. to get out of the tax write off. Yeah. Uh, if you want to hear about my weird theories on that, I don't know. Ask me, and, I, uh, it, and I'll it, tell you. Go back through all of our episodes one by one. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. numbers. And and if you don't, and if you don't, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Um, now, one thing that I did want to talk to you, uh, for, for me to find like a, a theory, I need to find either a lot of movies that can be linked together mm -hmm. or a show that has a pretty solid duration. Sure. When I looked up shows that have the longest duration, SpongeBob SquarePants is up there. Yeah. And there turns out uh, that there's one theory in SpongeBob that I kind of wanted to, to, to talk to you about. Yeah. I don't know your level of expertise when it comes to SpongeBob or not. Moderate. Um, but there is uh, the, the product, the Krabby Patty, mm -hmm. right? And there's the secret recipe yes. that nobody knows, even though uh, Mr. Krabs and Plankton together has created this concept years and years ago. Plankton has always looked for the one uh, secret ingredient. Mm -hmm. uh, there's been a couple episodes where they show the secret ingredient, yeah. and people have kind of picked up on that and looked at it. While doing some research, uh, if you Google <laughs> what's in a Krabby mm -hmm. Patty, the secret ingredient, um, what they'll tell you is something called King Neptune's Poseidon's Powder. And when you actually Google King Neptune's Poseidon Powder, it is cocaine. Cool. Uh, so one of the main theories <laughs> is that the secret ingredient in a Krabby Patty is cocaine, which is why SpongeBob, who eats the most of Krabby Patties, uh, works constantly yeah. and very diligently hmm. uh, and doesn't get paid because he can just eat a bunch of cocaine. Yeah. Um, sure. Now, the weirder, darker theories are that if you look at the majority of things in SpongeBob on the menu, uh, say a kelp burger made of kelp, uh, say, you know, uh, a seaweed salad made of seaweed. Now, Krabby Patty, you would think, has crab in sure. it. Sure. Uh, there is one episode where Mr. Krabs actually bites a crab patty for the first time and says, quote, that's what I taste like. Now, <laughs> which is very weird. And if, okay. you, and if you look at where Bikini Bottom uh, is uh, you know, filmed, yeah. whatever, um, 
it is actually based on a place called Bikini Atoll, yes. which is where they uh, would test nuclear blast sites. Mm -hmm. So there's the idea and the concept that, that SpongeBob is just a Jacques Cousteau person that found this weird radiated uh, area and is just watching these crazy people. <laughs> um, but within that, there is this crazy, you know, Krabby Patty uh, that just makes no sense to me. And I think that a lot of it is, I think it's chum. I think that's what's actually in the burger, uh, which would make sense because, yeah. you know, it, it is uh, the chum bucket is what, uh, you know, yeah, uh, plankton, plankton makes. Um, Isn't there an episode, episode where they, they say that the secret ingredient is plankton? There is one episode where they say that, but it's yeah. just to get plankton. It's to get him upset. Or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that turns <laughs> okay. out to be not right because right. there's multiple episodes where it shows that plankton was there at the conception of the original Krabby Patty. Yes. Uh, so, uh, what, what do you prefer? Do you prefer that it is chum, uh, which is, I guess, fine, but that would mean that he has to find dead fish to throw into this. If it's crab, and we don't really see other crabs. And, and, we don't. Yeah. We, we never see a lobster. Do we, we do see a lobster. Yeah. I haven't, um, I haven't seen every episode. I stopped. Oh, I haven't seen every episode either. There's, I mean, that, that thing jumps the shark hard. Uh, once the first like three it, seasons, yeah. Well, the original creator only had the idea to get to the movie. The movie was yeah. supposed to be the end of it. Yeah. Nickelodeon was making way too much money. Uh, you'll actually, <laughs> if you want, I've been There's working some on drama a, about the modern day, about the current stuff going on with his. With the prequel series too. Oh, don't know. Is that the Camp Camp Coral? <laughs> yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. There's some weird stuff in there. Uh, but if you watch the last episode of Camp Coral, you find out that Sandy uh, has sent a version of herself back in time to teach SpongeBob how to be better to her in the future. Um, <laughs> Whatever. Right. Uh, I'm actually working on a very long uh, documentary called Zachalodian. Uh, sure. For short. Cool. That's actually true. Uh, okay. No, anyway. I believe it. Uh, so. Do you think it's chum in there? I think because if you, if you look at the creators, they're so yeah. into actual science. They're so into actual yes. things. They put a lot of weird stuff in a lot of the shows that link to each other. They have to know. I think it's funnier to me. Oh, I don't know. Crab or chum. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's no other crabs. I like but the idea that I like the idea that Mr. Krabs has figured out that he his people are the tastiest and that's why he's depopulated the surrounding region. But oh, I also goodness. like <clears throat> what? I said, oh goodness. <laughs> but I also like the image of him going out to dig up graves, like new fresh graves. Oh god, yeah. Yeah. Which he has done. Oh, absolutely. We have watched him in the show dig up the grave of at least one person on camera. Yeah, I'm, so I'm, either one. I, I think I'm cool with either one being yeah. being canon. I, I think I like the chum theory the most. Yeah. But, um, all right, cool. So I'm, I'm going to let Dylan kind of take over here and uh, talk about what we do with the rest of the show, what we were doing the last couple of these episodes, and then what we're trying to complete with the rest of today's show. Yeah. So uh, twitching upstream, as Zach explained earlier, is uh, an offshoot of talking upstream where we expand on ideas that we've previously kind of outlined. Because you mm -hmm. can't make something out of just a brief outline so this is just to get more details um this episode the previous kind of like a series we did was uh force limit i believe the last one yeah yeah where it was about a bunch of robots and they're hanging out to try to solve a person's murder and it got real crazy towards the end uh because we were fans of escalation and this week 
and this series we're doing right now is a project we've kind of tentatively called <coughs> pro uh, the, the code name the the blue harvest is uh, complex paranoia mm -hmm. uh here's a little development document we're doing the idea was originally developed on an episode, I believe, 33 of Talking Upstream with the two folks who wrote The Faculty, where the idea is that the main character has created a device that can passively skim thoughts mm -hmm. and print them onto paper. And he realizes that someone in his apartment building has committed a murder. Doesn't know who, but he knows that someone in the apartment building has committed a murder, and then weather rolls in and prevents anybody from leaving, and then that person kind of finds out that someone may know. Mm -hmm. So it turns into this kind of cat and mouse game in an apartment complex during a weather event. Uh, we have gone through and kind of developed who is living in this apartment building. Yep. Uh, young and married couple, a deadhead, some college kids, a large family, the maintenance person, the prepper, etc. <clears throat> and we had just at the end of the last episode figured out who the murderer was. Spoiler alert. It's the old deadhead. Mm-hmm. Uh, not necessarily due to malice. Excuse me, I've been... What is going on with you, I sir? am exhausted We today. are on mountain time. We it are on mountain roughly time. roughly a little after 4 And I have been here. climbing uphill all day. I live one I've been awake for 12 hours. Okay, me too. Probably. Eh. I have no idea. All right. Um, he, he, he works uphill. He I do work up one flight of stairs to get here. I, I did, did walk, walk up one flight of stairs. I've been walking all day. I already, I already hit 8,000 steps. It's a it's an it's a number that was made up by a computer. Uh, <laughs> all numbers were made up. Anyway, uh, he's walked exactly eight thousand, then he stopped. Yes, I, I have to I, carry him back to his car. Yep, later. and then I have to have my roommate carry me back inside. Yep. Um, <laughs> we are uh, developing this idea. Last week, we decided that the old deadhead was going to be the murderer because he was on some bad LSD, which he bought off the college students. Yep, he killed. Uh, the number two member of unmarried couple. We'll give them all names at some point. Yeah. While they were waiting outside for their ride share. So that way we know a murder has been committed. We know that someone is intentionally not there as a red herring. Yep. Kind of. It's kind of a misdirect red herring. Yeah. But it turns out that's the person who dies. Uh, and then we need to figure out kind of where the story goes from here. Yeah. So is that, is that where you, do you think we can get done the whole thing? Uh, no. Okay. Next week on Twitching Upstream from last week, who wasn't at the party and why, more murder stuff and alibis, etc. Okay. So, uh, we know who was killed and we know the murderer. Yeah. Uh, we don't know the method. We don't know uh, how things are going to go from here. We don't know who weren't, who wasn't at the party. Yeah. yeah. So, we have, we know when the murder happened. Correct. It happened before the party. It happened before the party in the early morning because they were going to the airport to fly up to Chicago. Yeah. And let's see. So we have when it was happening. We have who the murder is. And mm -hmm. then I guess what we got to figure out is um, so they leave the party. Uh, our main character leaves the party and then they that, that's when they find all the documents, right? Yeah. And they're like checking to see what everyone thinks of uh, main character's friend uh main character's outfit uh blah blah yeah um and they're also asking specific questions to try to figure out once the printout comes out roughly who the log is yeah right all right so that means that we have to have i guess roughly four people 
that are on the log that they can't figure out who they are. Yeah. We also need to figure out maybe two people that were never at the party. Right? Yes. We I think we have one person is working. Yeah. But they also have been sick. Mm-hmm. So we don't know if they actually went to work or not. Um, and what, what time of day is this party? Midday. Midday. Uh, yeah, starts at four. Cool. Food's on at five. All right. So the college kids gave uh, the old deadhead um, some, some bad LSD or something. Uh, yeah. To, to, so they could film him uh, and put on their YouTube or uh, uh, Tix Swatch channel. They have a prank. They have a prank channel. Oh, a prank channel. And prank the prank, prank is that they give someone bad LSD. Yeah. Ugh. They give someone oh, bad LSD. Um, yeah. And normally nothing really happens except for like, you know, talking to air <laughs> vents, um, trying to eat random furniture, uh, and the stupid stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so what happened was uh, at the party, the same stuff kind of happened. Uh, the guy, the deadhead, was just tripping weird and he decided to leave. And um, after the after he leaves to go to bed, mm-hmm. that's when he murders someone. But he doesn't remember doing it. The murder happens that morning. Oh, it happens that morning. It happens that morning. He's still yeah. tripping. He's tripping earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's long lasting. Well, longer than normal. That's most bad trips are. Yeah. You know, <laughs> well, yeah, at least longer than you want them to last. Yeah. All right. Cool. So they get it to him earlier in the day. Um, thinking that it will roughly wear off around the party time. Oh yeah, I think they're planning on yeah. Right. Well, what? I, who who cares what the time, okay? We got a timeline up that morning. Or okay, timeline. Timeline. Not Tonight. a good, not a good movie. <clears throat> very good book. Is that Michael Crichton? It is Michael Crichton. I figured, but a very bad Paul Walker movie. Oh yeah, really, hmm. really not. Good. All right. Uh, night before college, kids give Deadhead bad LSD. Does he know that they dosed him? Well, he asked for LSD. He bought it from them, and they. He's like maybe maybe like the college kids are like uh, the Deadhead's like last ditch effort. If he can't get mushrooms from his normal okay. guy, uh, or weed from his normal guy, or salvia divinium from his normal guy, <laughs> or what what what's the other like there are fake drugs. In movies called, um, like whenever had like like synthetic weed or something. Uh, spice. Spice is pretty good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So he, he really wants some uh, drugs for the party because he doesn't want to hang out with all these hipsters, right? right. Uh, and he gets he gets a he gets a bunch. He gets more than he was asking for from the college kids. Um, so he takes some early. Yeah. They were hoping he would take it before the party. They were hoping that he would not be high at the party. They were hoping that he would take it for the party. Okay. He took it away before the party. College kids were hoping he would wait until the party to trip. Yeah. But he trips early because he's out. <clears throat> yeah. He's so, dry. Yeah. He's out. Yeah. He's been out for about a day and a half. Um, all right. So during his trip, uh, it's, a very, it's a very bad trip. Um, let's see. Have we, have we figured out how he how we haven't figured out the method? 
that's that's part of what we're figuring out this this episode. No, I don't. I don't think it should be violent. Um, okay. But I think it should look bad. Um, yeah. So what? What? If, okay. How about this idea? Say that maybe while uh, hallucinating, he ends up on the roof. Somebody sees okay. him on the roof, mm-hmm. tries to maybe help him down. Okay. They fall. Okay. Or he. <clears throat> I was thinking. Mm-hmm. He sees the person waiting outside uh, on, uh, for the ride share. Yeah. Weather's coming on. It's really cold. Mm-hmm. Somehow winds up with that person falling into the pool, hitting their head, mm-hmm. and then hypothermia and freezing or drowning. That way it's not intentionally malicious. Yeah. That way the body is hidden. Mm-hmm. And that way it doesn't, that way they can be like, well, I thought they got on the ride share because they, didn't, I didn't see them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I'm fine with either one of them. No, I, I like that. Um, I, I do like eventually if they find the person Ooh. in the And then uh, you have that, in the pool. that hard realization where they were at the barbecue and they're like just outside that yeah. person was in the pool. Yeah, and I think uh, I think a really cool reveal would be maybe close to the end of the party. Like some people are like, let's just go like smoke a cigarette or something. Yeah. And then they go outside and they're like, what, what is that? What's all this? Yeah. And then they find this person floating in the pool. It, it's got the cover on it, but they slipped like on the edge of the cover. And so part of the cover is pulled back. Yeah. Or they just fell into the pool. Well, that's a little, um, what's that shallow movie? Unbreakable. What are you in water? Oh, unbreakable. No, it falls the into like the. Uh, no, it's unbreakable. Hey, you I, I, you I can did. watch our review of Unbreakable on the Real Boys episode something. I don't know. It's out there. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I do like them slipping and falling in the. Okay. So maybe maybe the guy sees a person standing outside, mm-hmm. and he's like, "It's really cool out there. They need like uh, extra clothing, right?" So he gets like his bearskin rug <laughs> and he's like i'm gonna go cover them with this rug and he goes outside and this person's like scared yeah because you know, there's this something coming at them yeah and uh, oh yeah okay. you know and they, they run around the back just as the ride share pulls up um so they don't they don't catch the ride when they run around back uh they slip and <laughs> it's a spirit hood yeah, love that. So, so it's like the person in the darkness of the early morning. They think it's some sort of like yeah. bear. Yeah, and it's just his like his hoodie that has like you know actual like fake bear claws and a fake bear helmet. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I should go get them this. So as they run around the back of the building, scared uh, of this <laughs> windigo or something, mm-hmm. uh, they slip on the pool. Uh, when the the, the the old deadhead gets back around there, he thinks they're just sleeping, mm-hmm. so he puts. The, the 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 rug thing on them or whatever okay uh oh but i guess they gotta get into the pool I, I figured because I, I, I like them having this fur thing on as they fall in the pool because they'll be oh, fine and they're like what is this i see and they go oh that's Anne from upstairs i thought Anne and melvin were leaving for why is Anne? He- i thought Anne was going to chicago yeah she's meeting her friend wasn't she wasn't so and so gonna go with her he didn't though yeah wait he's still He's the I, I think if if this character, if Anne is not wearing the spirit hood, it's a good misdirect to pointing toward her partner as a culprit. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, All right, so yeah, so you said she was going to Chicago, but she's dead in the pool. Yeah. What? What? And then 
you have that misdirect of where you think. All right. So as she's running around back, she just slips into the pool. Yeah. When the guy gets back around there, he just can't find her. Yeah. He thinks that she's safe. So he just goes. Deadhead needs to think he commit he killed her so that the thought skimmer can pick it up. He sees it and he's like, I'm responsible this for that. Maybe okay, so maybe she maybe when she runs on the back, she stops. And uh the guy's like, just let me put this on you. It's like it's cold, it's cold out here. Put this on. Yeah. And she's like, just whatever you go away. And he's like, you need this. Yeah. And then that's when she like slips and falls yeah. into the yeah. pool. And he's like, Oh my god, I just killed this person. Yeah. I killed them with kindness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> So this is a tragic turn of events. It can be. Um, so he goes back home. Uh, he goes back to his apartment, and he's just like uh, trying to sleep it off and and wait for the party, where he's just nonstop thinking. I hope nobody mm-hmm. knows I killed this person. I hope nobody knows I killed this person. I was just trying to keep them safe, or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and it has to be like maybe like a second phrase that, that you know. Yeah, I like them maybe being like, "Does this phrase make any sense to you?" It, there's there's a second. It should be something brought about by the tripping. Yes, but also so that way it's very like kind of weird. Yeah, it's obscure, but also it, it leads them to think like, oh, this was the partner mm-hmm. or something else. Um, may, uh, yeah, okay, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll get to it. Yeah, I like the idea of saying like, why do they have to leave or why do they have to go or <laughs> yeah, what was this trip necessary? Something like that. Um, oh yeah. Okay, so. Now it's it's two hours, right? Two hours before the party. Uh yeah, sure. When the when the incident happens. Oh, is it? Uh, the the mur- the death happens at like four a.m. Oh, because that's, she's taking a uh, rideshare to Chicago to the airport, so she can fly to Chicago, get to Chicago in the early morning. Now, what does her partner think is happening? She's getting on the airplane. Why? Oh, they had an argument. Um. Hold on, where is that? Yeah, I forget what that was. Unmarried couple. Um, oh. Unmarried couple, the guy, mm-hmm. or some one of them, what the one who lives, mm-hmm. was cheating on his partner. The, they were going to go on a trip to save their relationship, but the fact that they were cheating gets gets out. Mm-hmm. And so the first person goes on the trip anyway mm-hmm. and is meeting a friend in Chicago who's going to use the second ticket. Mm-hmm. But they leave. Partner doesn't know that they die. So maybe that's why the guy originally tries to help the woman, I guess. We'll say it's the woman who... Oh, yeah. So maybe like... All right. So maybe the guy who leaves in the rideshare, um, the woman is running after, like, to try to get in the thing. Like, hey, I thought we were going together or whatever. Oh, I think I, mis- I think we misunderstood each other. Sorry. She was leaving on the rideshare. She's yeah. the one who's killed. Partner stays behind because she's leaving without him because she realizes he's cheating on her. Mm. I think we're. I think I was being a little vague as to who was who. In this. No, no, no. I, I, I understand. Um, because I, I almost like it both ways. Yeah. You know, I like it if the one was like, we were supposed to do this to save our relationship. Uh, I got to get out of here. If you're cheating, you stay. And then the one leaves, the other one dies. Oh. When they come gosh. back, maybe they oh. come back and they're like. I uh, blah 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 blah. I don't. I don't know if I like that very much. Um, we had we had an idea last week where there's a reveal towards the end of the second act where um, one of them gets a phone call where it's like, 
hey, so-and-so never showed up. She was supposed to be on the plane. Where is she? Yeah. And that's when we realized, oh, the person we thought was intentionally gone because they took a trip is actually missing and that, a victim. That's right. That's why she had to take the ride yes. there. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, all, all that thing. So, <laughs> Anne. Uh, Anne. Her, her name is Anne. 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 Anne all right. So, Anne, uh, Anne and Melvin, they are the, the, the couple that are having a hard time. Yeah. And they plan kind of a romantic uh, getaway to Chicago um, just to try to rekindle their stuff. Anne has been cheating on Melvin. Oh, okay. Right? The one who stays is cheating because the one who goes on the trip leaves them behind and is like, you're not coming with me. Okay. I'm going with my friend Romina in Chicago. She's getting your ticket. Okay, cool. We were going to Cancun or Cabo We were going to... Uh, uh, yeah, what's the what beach place about? Uh, Bermuda or Bahamas or come on, pretty mama. You mean Key Largo or Montego? You know where we should go to Key Largo, Kokomo, way down in Kokomo. Because it's in like Illinois, Kokomo's in Illinois. It's in like, I, no. nah, Kokomo's gotta be like a beach or something. Nope, it's in Indiana. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, wait, wait no. no. Off Florida Keys, there's a place called Yeah, the whole thing's about Florida Keys. There's no way that friggin' Beach Boys Florida. are taking Hold a slide to Indiana. We're figuring this out. Why not in the Beach Boys? Yeah, why, why would they, they go to non beach Oh, there is no real-life place in Kokomo in South Florida. But it would be in the Keys. There's, uh, there's a Kokomo in Indiana. Okay. All right, so we're going to Kokomo, Indiana, uh, because they love. They misunderstood the beach place. They thought it was a fancier place, like the Greenland, Iceland. What the uh, vacation thing. in Kokomo? They're like, it has to be nice, Indiana, because they misunderstood the yeah. song. And, yeah, and they're like, duh, because you know, like how they named Iceland that, so no one would go there. And found out Melvin is cheating. Yeah. So she intends for her friend in Chicago. To come with her, mm-hmm. um, she leaves Melvin behind, yeah, and dies in the pool mm-hmm. after getting chased around by Deadhead. Yeah, Deadhead, Deadhead, Deadhead. When you go, uh, all right, I'm cool with that. So, okay, cool. All right, so that's 4 a.m. <laughs> yes, and then now we have to get to the party. Yes. yes. At 4 p.m. That, that afternoon. afternoon. Okay, so that afternoon... NC uh, activates... NCP pants. Yes. Activates thought skimmer. Oh, yeah, NC. What's that? MC main character. I heard MC like a DJ, which made me think of MCP pants. Yeah. Give me some candy. Bubblegum taffy. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. So, we have the thought skimmer turned on right before the party. Um... And he is testing it on his friend just to make sure that the, the, the basics work. It is printing out thoughts. Um, yeah. They, I guess, widen the range? I mean, it just got a passive range of like 400, range. 300 feet. All right, cool. Um, they do notice that not only is the friend's uh, thing printing out, that it doesn't have a name. That's when they discover it's like ID numbers. Oh, okay, so yeah. you're, you're 0001 because you're the first one to have it on here. And then they have a couple thoughts coming out pretty rapidly mm-hmm. because everyone's you know having thoughts there's a couple of weird thoughts from the deadhead who's you know going crazy somewhere um what's the deadhead's name uh his, his name is um 
what's like an older man's name? Like uh, uh, Melvin, but we're already using no, Melvin. No, like, uh, like Win- Winchell. Is that a name? Winchell? Uh, Are you thinking about the donut place? Are you hungry? I am thinking about the donut place. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. I was like, is that a name? What, what's the, the old man's house? What's the man's name in um, the, the Walking Dead? The Herschel. Herschel. I like Herschel. Yeah. Oh, Herschel's on something. Oh, no, wait. Oh, this one is Herschel's. Yeah. He's on something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. They figure out pretty easily who's who. Initially, some, some of them. them. Well, some they of probably, them well, they shouldn't figure out her. Yeah, because he's the one. He's the only thing about killing yeah. someone. And they go, wow, who is thinking about? Because he's having weird thoughts, but they can't link it down to who it is. Yeah. So it's like, like, who's thinking about eating Legos? Like, what's up with this? At first, it's all fun and games, but then one thought line says, "Murder." Yeah, and they're like. Oh, is somebody going to murder us at the party? Uh, but they obviously just turn it down and go, whatever. They go to the party anyway, and it's a fine party. Um, they notice that uh, some people are late, uh, and Melvin. Uh, Melvin does show up for like a second. Yeah. Um, and obviously doesn't show up. Uh, the college kids are there pushing their uh, synthetic spice. Um, college kids are recording. Yeah, they have like a can, like a film thing, and they're just recording people like boom mics and whatever. Um, they're pranking. Yeah, they're, you know, they're, they're, prank, they're pranking. Basic pranks. Prank stars. Um, worldwide. We have the two old, the old couple, right? And yes. They're they're just chilling, and uh, what are they playing games or something? Uh, they're they're what what's a no. game that they. They don't, they're not playing games. They have their book stands and they're just reading, reading about, about World War II battleships and uh, Nancy Reagan's historic exploits in Hollywood. Yeah, slash fashion voice. It's topical. Well, well I was thinking right they play a game like Mafia, where oh, there oh. would be the idea of like a murder. Sure. And that way, when they're like, I can't believe I murdered that person, they're like, I, who's still thinking about this I, I game like game? that. So yeah. They organized the game of Mafia. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so they, they got, got that going, going on. Um, and I, I guess the dead, dead has to come through there eventually. Yeah. Uh, just freaking out, but kind of at the end of it. And he yells. He yells at the college kids for trying to kill him. We, uh, that is on the end of a trip and confronts the college kids. Yeah. He sees that he sees the deadhead confront the college kids, but doesn't pick out any of the actual words. Yeah, but he's pretty upset. Yeah. Um, but they, but they almost make out, and they're like him, kind of joking, like try to kill me or something. Almost make out. Yeah, or Molly, because they're watching Too Fast and Too Furious. Yeah, not one fast, one furious. <laughs> Multiple fast, several furious. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, party goes on without a hitch. Whatever. Most people show up. Some people don't. Um, and uh, when the party ends, the main character goes back to their place, yeah. and they're looking through all the notes, and they go, oh, yeah, and it turns out so-and-so was cheating on Mafia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and there's maybe a couple thoughts of, maybe there's a couple thoughts from Melvin, like, where's Anne? You know, like, how well, do I find Anne? He knows Anne is on her trip. Well, so well, I guess what I was trying to allude to was people that are looking for her, and that way okay. 
if, if when they go back and go, well, then why were you looking for her? Yeah, or something like that. Like, if there are people that are wondering where she is, yeah. or like, oh my god, I hope I hope she's gonna make it. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe because I, I like the idea of them looking through and they go, well, why were you? Because so if you look at faults like a text message, there's no inflection to them whatsoever. Right. So, so it's just words. Yeah. Now, if they read the words in a certain dialect, it's going to sound worse. So if, say, Melvin knows eventually that Anne left, and he's like, I hope she makes it. I hope she makes it. I hope she makes it. I hope she, I hope, <laughs> okay. Somehow, like, pulling through to make it seem like, wait, did you do something and you knew she was hurt? And he's like, no, I knew she was leaving. And they go, mm, that sounds pretty suspicious. No one else knew she was. You know what I mean? Like, kind of yeah. loop. Like if people are having different thoughts about Anne, maybe, uh, maybe one of the people who lives there knows that Anne was leaving. Yeah, to go see somebody. So they have... saw Anne like walking out by herself. Yeah, and they're like, "Man, I hope, I hope Anne." And thinks it's weird. Melvin didn't go with her. Yeah. Uh, yeah, highlighting strife um, to paint like. Well, maybe when maybe when that person sees Anne outside, they see Anne with a man. And oh, they go, and they go, oh, maybe Melvin went with her. Both of them were cheating. Yeah, or something, you know. And maybe because they're like, well, it's, somebody thought that Anne was with a guy, and if it wasn't you, who was it? And I'm like, I don't know. I was sleeping. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> um, I'm trying to make sure that the, that the main characters have. A good amount of people to start asking questions. Yes. Because once they once they get to me, the deadhead is going to have some crazy thoughts, mm -hmm. which aren't exactly murder. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. You know. And one of them might even be like, "I can't believe I killed that woman." Yeah. And they're like, "Well, uh, uh, Herschel, what are you up to?" Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, I was tripping balls all day. Don't yeah, don't worry about me." Huge. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I know, I know. Oh, I don't, yeah. Wait, how would they go? Okay, well, what, what about this? He's like, well, I was playing Scrabble on myself, so I, I was just making up words. Yeah. And they go, well, you definitely thought of murder a couple of times. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I don't know what to tell you. I didn't kill anybody. I didn't kill anybody. Um, it's interesting to turn that into less an intentional murder, <laughs> because part of the initial story idea was that the murderer kind of goes after the main character. Do we need another plot to intersect with us? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, you're right. We're like, we think that part of the plot is... Well, okay, does Herschel... Does Melvin snap? Oh. Like, and everyone keeps asking Melvin, like... Yeah. You did this. And then Melvin actually kills someone, and then it becomes... And then it shifts into, like... Okay, so what what if what, what if as everyone's going around, around, maybe somehow I don't know how this can happen, maybe somehow Melvin and Herschel end up together. Okay. Or somehow Melvin breaks into the main character's place and looks at the paper and is like, Herschel did this. Oh, okay. So that he goes and murders Herschel, but thinking to himself, I can't think about this. Melvin finds out about the thought skimmer. Yeah, maybe the person who <laughs> saw in the morning realizes that it was Herschel, doesn't want to say anything, but is thinking it. Like, I can't believe Herschel killed that person. Yeah. I, they, they were the last one around Anne. Like, what? why would he chase her around the back? Like, what's going on there? You know, so Melvin is like, crap, there's a thought skimmer going on. I need to kill this person. 
but I cannot think about it. Yeah. So he's constantly like whistling a song or thinking about a movie. Yeah. You know, while yeah. trying to do his thing. I really like that as the third act. Yeah, I think that's kind of cool. Um, so we have to find our body, right? So mm -hmm. to find Herschel's body. <laughs> yeah, they identify part partly through act two. I uh, yeah, find Anne. Yeah, they got it. Yeah, that's gonna be that's that's a good scene. Um, Maybe Melvin finds Anne. Or uh, uh, Herschel. Herschel find that? Yeah, maybe Herschel's like, I had a weird dream that maybe somebody fell in the pool or something. Let's see. Hold on. I'm just going to say someone. I guess it's fine. It's fine. Herschel? Well, I don't know. Melvin. Uh, <laughs> maybe it's just people from the party. They just like find, they just find Anne in the pool. One of, one of the. <coughs> Excuse me. One of the. People is really into um, what is it when you get when you get in water when it's super cold outside? Oh, like a polar bear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone's okay. really into that. Yeah. So they go, hey, remember this is our annual blah 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 block party slash polar bear plunge. Is it the old couple? And they're like, it's good for the circulation. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm into that. Hmm. Um, Someone finds Anne. Uh, they, they just jump onto her. Old. Oh God. <laughs> Old couple gets into polar plunges. Yeah, for, yeah and for discovers sure. Anne's frozen body inside the pool. Because pools don't really freeze with all the chlorine and chemicals. Oh, in them. A lot of chlorine and chemicals. Yeah. Um, and they realize that Anne's body is frozen and has been there for quite a while. Yeah. It's, well, I mean, they don't really know how long it's been there because it's super cold. They know that you know she was supposed to leave this morning. This morning, yeah, but she, yeah, but she yeah. never did. <laughs> So, so and what happens, happens at the same time uh, happens at roughly the same time that Melvin gets a call from Anne's friend saying she never showed up. Yeah. We have this, I, I say we have multiple confrontations happening at the same time. Yeah. We have <clears throat> main character and friend think that Melvin is the killer because they're like, Hey, she disappeared. Or no, no. There needs to be some misdirect pointing towards. I don't know why I was thinking they would immediately think that Anne was the victim. Yeah. But Melvin's being confronted at some point and he gets a phone call at the same time that the old couple's going out and polar blended. Maybe Melvin's just confronting the main characters and they decide to come clean like, hey. That thing we've been working on and we talk about all the time, it reads thoughts and it yeah. brings out the results. Someone here killed Anne. <laughs> because at that point, someone probably thought, did I kill Anne? Yeah. And he's like, no one killed Anne. She got on an Uber this morning to the airport. And he gets the phone call. Yeah. And then they hear screams from outside in the pool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Um, but it's also at the same time like Herschel's yelling at the college kids. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, I like that. There's commotion going on. Yeah. So uh, Herschel or so Melvin gets the phone call that Anne never showed up, and maybe Melvin confronts main character and is like, "Hey, you've been asking about Anne all day. What's up with this? Did you do something to her?" And that's when the reveal is like, hey, we have this thought scanner, and 
maybe for some reason main character is just doing something. I like the idea of Melvin breaking into main character's place. Yeah. And finding the thought skimmer and going through it and like kind of yeah, he does know the light work. Yeah. And he's like starting to track people down. Yeah. Um and maybe he's like figure out who did it. Based on some prior interaction which only happened to him. Which only Melvin knows the context of. Yeah. Maybe maybe he knows something already that the main character did between like Herschel and the college kids. And then he goes back and sees ID one four two is also the one that killed that says they killed Anne, and they're also the one that said, I gotta find those col you know, those college kids are punks. Mm-hmm. For selling me that bad LSD. Who here does LSD all the time? It's Herschel. God damn it. He's the one who killed Anne. Breaks the thought scammer. Yeah. Does he break it? Because he's I, like, this is an invasion of privacy. Yeah, I think he breaks it and or somehow the information gets lost. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I like that maybe like Velvet has the paperwork or whatever, the printouts. Yeah, I like, I like it that he... And he just, he knows, but he's also assuming... I, I think I like it more that he breaks the printouts. Yeah. Because that way they can use the thought skimmer in some way yeah. in the end. Yeah, I like that. I also was kind of thinking if Melvin possibly wanted to kill Anne. Sure. Because, like, if, if if there was a thought, like, later on, like, we, we kind of know that you were thinking about this. Yeah. Maybe there's, like, maybe two different thoughts that are, like, oh, God, somebody did it. I... There's a moment in the third act of the final confrontation where he holds up a print of a row and it's like, Melvin, we know you're mad. We know you're only mad because he got to her first. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, MC holds up Melvin's printout. Maybe somehow the main character refines it briefly where he can, or finds a way to print out a single person's thoughts. Mm. Yeah, he can like. Target it specifically. Yeah, once he has the ID number, then he's yeah. like, filter this down. Oh, <laughs> he can isolate specific IDs, thoughts. And then due to the thought cloud, yeah. they can go back through the entire day since it was turned on, isolate just Melvin's thoughts. Yeah. Uh, because Herschel got to her first. Yeah, that's that's a, that'd be, that'd be a good moment. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think that's kind of cool. Um, all right, so what, what are some more things that we're going to need in the third act, though? Because we have the reveal that it was Herschel. We have the reveal that it was that Melvin was going to do it. Yeah. Um, what, what's, like, the big... What's the majority of, of this act? I, I wonder if Herschel shouldn't be killed, but they catch Melvin in the act and have to talk him down. And that's the, the victory, is that it's like they prevent another death happening. As yeah. opposed to... They get to Melvin too late, and then they just have to tie him up. Yeah, I, I like that they're trying to find Melvin, who now wants to kill Herschel. And maybe they can maybe they can make this skimmer portable, and they go, we need to find him before he does it. And they can, it just keeps printing out his yeah. thoughts. And it's like, as soon as I get him, as soon as I get him, and then it goes like, all right, I got him. And we're about his fingernails or something, you know? And it's like, yeah. oh. And, and like one just says, like, you know, knife wrench and they go what is he doing yeah uh, because yeah. since they only have it on one person's thoughts 
and now Melvin's crazy. So the, I guess they're just running around with this machine trying to find uh, Melvin, who wants to kill Herschel because Herschel killed Anne before he could, which makes Melvin realize that he loved Anne. Wait. Wait. <laughs> Wait,我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我
who is still tripping. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so they, they tie up Melvin, and I, I, I kind of like having the college kids be like, you know, ecstasy. That's what they invented ecstasy to be like true serum for the Vietnam War. And people are like, is that, is that true? Ugh, fine. Listen, man, I studied in my pharmacology class. Hey, are you guys in college? I am. <laughs> so that's, and then they give Melvin. Hmm. Ecstasy? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I think, in all honesty, that was developed uh, for being a truth serum. I, I think that's kind of true. Was ecstasy developed as a truth serum? Wow, I did not spell that. MDMA developed in 1912. Methyl saffrilamink. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it was covertly tested by the military in the 50s, but every drug was tested by the U.S. military as truth serum. Well, no, some of them were tested as, like, superhuman. Uh, yeah, ultra was a mind control thing. Yeah, but uh, I'm, the, I know that it was a drug that was, like, I think it was designed to be a truth serum, and then they're like, oh, well, this is... Yeah. Oh, it doesn't matter. Sodium pentothal is that one that loosens you up, so you're more willing to be truthful. I think. Maybe it's college is just weird. It's yeah. The, why do you sodium pentothal? Hey, man, when you do all the drugs, you got to go for other drugs. Hey, man, her trash is some weird stuff sometimes. Does all drugs not count other drugs as part of that umbrella? It's like, hey, man, I, I'm getting like a C in my philosophy class. How? Look, man, I don't need more homework, buddy. Learn on your own. Um, all right. Well, okay. So, what do, what do you think about this, this ending? I like it. Um, I think. Melvin needs to be dispatched. You know what I mean? You, you don't like him just overdosing on drugs and like a violent... They intentionally overdose him? Not intentionally. Oh, they, there's bad doses so the college kids are responsible for death as well as manslaughter? Nobody knows who's responsible. They have to use the false camera. That feels a little... feels a little too... It feels like... Well, how, how do you think that Melvin should die? I think Melvin should die of his own stupid actions. Like okay. he runs off into the snow and gets lost, or he tries to fight free of his bonds and falls out a window, or he tries to do, or he is the one who takes the drugs intentionally or something. You know what I mean? It needs yeah. to be at his own of his own accord. Does it need to be on his own accord, or does it need to be in a way where somebody will think that they did it? Someone thinks that Melvin did it? Someone thinks that they killed Melvin. Like, say someone's holding a knife and then Melvin just, like, runs into him. Or oh, something. I you see. Mean? Like, something like that where, like, they kind of did it. Where they are at least... Because then, I, I guess my thought is, like, the cops get there, they take everyone's statement and whatever, and as they're leaving, they look over and go, what, what's this thing? And, and main character's like, oh, it's a false skimmer. And then the first thing comes out is like, I definitely didn't kill Melvin, right? <laughs> and the cops are like, what? What if? Okay, what if Melvin is tied up on a chair in a chair, and there's a broken window behind him for, for whatever reason? Because the fight broke the window, and somehow someone accidentally tips him backwards out of the window on the chair. Okay. And then the thought skimmer's last line is, 
I wasn't. I didn't kill him, right? Yeah, <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, I, I think that's cool. I, I think that's how it, it should end. It should okay. end with the cops seeing the the device. Yeah, kind of believing everyone's story, even though it's crazy. And then at the very last moment, it just prints out. Maybe the main character is the one who just like maybe grabs Melvin by like the collar. It's like, why did you do this? And then maybe just Melvin kind of slips a little bit and falls like to the back of his neck on the broken glass that comes out. Oh God! His... The raid. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. What a great movie. Looks like the one who dies. Yeah. Like, cops are I'm sure they buy everybody's story, but as the cops leave. The thought skimmer prints out. Maybe we don't know what happened to Melvin, right? If we look at it from an audience point of view, let's say once the cops get there, Melvin's dead. And we just hear the, the oh, story yeah. okay. of everyone there. Yeah, sure. And it turned out that they all decided to kill Melvin together. Cool. Okay, yeah. Um, and dies. Or... Only because I like both these ideas. I yeah, I, I do like them both. I can't figure out um, which I like more. We don't see Melvin die, but he's dead when the cops arrive and everybody gives the same yeah. detailed story. And the then, cops so, arrive and want to confirm they buy everybody's story, and as they leave, the thought skewer prints out something like, I'm not responsible for his death, right? Or... As they leave, the cop sees it and it's like, what's that thing? And they go, oh, it's, it's this weird false camera that I invented. And the cop turns it on. Yeah. And then it's like, refrain, 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 refrain. Oh, sure. And like, it's every single one. Like, you know, I hope the cops buy this. They got to get out of here. Uh, we got to clean this up. I hope they'll yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And it's just like a bunch of this. I think that's cool. Yeah. I think, yeah. yeah. Cool. I think that's it. That's, That's it for today. I think we need to go through and add some details in the second act as far as progression goes, but I don't know. I think we might be at a good spot for this one. Yeah, I think this one's pretty good. I think I think I agree with you. If we were going to take this and, and do something with it, we would need to kind of flush out a little bit of these things, make a little more character arcs, kind of develop some of these characters a little more just to make sure that they are somewhat real and that the story is believable progress. Um, we might pick this up again next week. Yeah. If we don't, we will have something brand new and, and very, very interesting, yeah. and very cool. So stay tuned for that. Uh, if you want to hear anything else that we do, you can always open up anything whatsoever and type in some nobodies, and you'll find some weird stuff that Dylan wrote, and most likely, I keep burping for mm. some reason. I'm yawning, you're burping. We are a sight for sore eyes. We are a sight for sore ears. Sore ears. <laughs> Uh, we appreciate any attention and all attention. We just like being listened to and uh, talked at. Yeah. So thank you very much for commenting along. Like always, if you see us on here, comment. Let us know what you think of our stories. Let us know where we should go. Let us know if you know somebody in Netflix that is going to allow us to sell out. Because like Dylan said yesterday, we're just trying to get puffy. And that's well, it. Uh, any final words, Mr. Dylan? Nah. <laughs> Homeboy needs a nap. Uh, all right, yeah. folks. Well, until next time, uh, I have been Zach. He has been Dylan. And you've been great. Mm -hmm. Have a great day. Do some more. Bye, everybody. Bye.